This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Maruyama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Morris, and with me again, Mr. Jared Mariyama. I'm here. Here we are. So in today's episode, we talk to the paper wizard, also known as Tommy Perez. (laughs) Um, I know, so in the episode, we actually talk about this. Um, I feel somewhat guilty referring to him as the paper wizard mm-hmm. because I he got on my radar because of his paperwork. I'm a paper artist, so I really look up to him in the crazy and elaborate kind of paperwork that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he is a designer first, and he just happens to kind of gravitate towards paper as a medium. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it's pretty similar to me uh, in a sense, but yeah, he's he's a talented designer first, and he just happens to be working within paper. Yeah, but um, wow, what he does with paper! Like he shouldn't be. <laughs> I, I'm surprised he was so kind of shy about uh, taking on that title because you know mm-hmm. the you look at his social media and most of it is dominated by his paperwork, especially more recently, and it's very beautiful, intricately designed stuff. Yes, it's, and it's he amazing. Composes them into. Um, you know, like illustrations. Uh, so it, there's a lot that right. goes into it. I think it's multi-layered, and we talk about it a little bit in here. But um, yeah, it was interesting. Like he's a very humble, nice guy. Uh, so um, it was kind of hard to get like too many details out of him because he kind of aw shucks through <laughs> it and said it wasn't a big deal. But what he does <laughs> is pretty amazing. So if you haven't seen his work, really, it's it's a good idea to go look at it before you listen to this whole episode, so you have a some sort of context. Yeah, one thing that I want to talk about really quick here is that by no means am I anywhere near his level of paper arting or whatever the term is. (laughs) Um, But being another paper artist, if you and there's several others out there, if you look at the kind of style that I have with paper, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say is within illustration, everybody has their own styles within paper illustration or art. There's different styles as well. Mine is very flat, like it's layered, but in flat layers. Mm -hmm. What Tommy does is it's all 3D paper that he assembles into a composition that he takes a picture of. So it's, it's, it's really cool to see that, you know, within this paper art, paper illustration world, there are different types of styles and he definitely has one, um, that's unique to to himself. Yeah, and I was surprised uh, that he didn't. Um, he doesn't sell a lot of these things. He does a lot of client work, but he doesn't sell these things in like not a lot in shows and stuff. Um, so we'll have to yeah. try to get him to do a show one of these times. Find out a good oh, match. Yeah, I would love to. And that's something that we didn't talk too much about either. Is that for me? Whenever I do a, a paper piece, whatever it's for, if it's a gallery or just for fun. Since it is such a physical medium, it's not a digital file that exists on a computer. Right. It takes up a lot of space. Um, and a lot of times I'm left with, you know, it's so hard to just discard it or get rid of it yeah. because you put so much time and effort into it. But it is a weird thing that you can't, like, what do you do with it if you don't sell it? Mm-hmm. Um, he had an answer about that, what he does. So you'll you'll hear that shortly. Um, but the last thing that I wanted to say before we let you listen to the episode is 
We have a little, uh, apparently it's an ongoing inside joke. I don't know if you guys listened to the last episode, our 50th episode, um, for some reason, Bastard. I, I decided to start using little to describe everything. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. It took, I didn't do it. I don't think very often in the first 49 episodes, <laughs> But apparently in episode 50, I just couldn't help myself and it came out a lot. And prior to this record, we were like talking to Tommy and kind of poking fun at the fact that I said little so much. (laughs) And that carried on over into this episode. So if you hear us giggling before and after any one of us says little or we decide to add little, that's the reason. Um, But I just wanted to let you guys in on our little inside joke so that you can appreciate this episode um, a little bit more. Yeah. Well, and be in on the joke. <laughs> Speaking of little, you had a little art show that was <laughs> up at <laughs> Doe and Arrow, which I think is still for just a few more days, right? At this point? Uh, End of the month. There, there's, a, there's a good chance that it will not be up if you're listening to this, but <laughs> it will be up online regardless. So um, we did do a lot of promo for this. Jared did some buttons that. I, you might be able, if you act quick, you might be able to get some of the last ones. Um, there are very few buttons left. So if you are interested in getting one of those buttons, uh, a cookie button that Jared illustrated, hurry up on over to squaredco.org and pick up some of the, the art from our cute couples show. Jared? Yes, I think. you have anything no, you'd like to add no, I before think, we jump in? I think we should jump in. <laughs> I think we should just get to All right. Here's enough chit chat for this intro. Um, again, this is the episode with Paper Wizard, Tommy Perez. Enjoy. Welcome to the Squared Co. Podcast, Mr. Tommy Perez. Hooray. What's going on, Tommy? Thanks for joining us today. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. Well, but it's just started, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. This is as good as it gets. Yeah, it's no, down yeah. <laughs> that, That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so all our listeners know this. I am um, a paper artist, or I try to do, that's like the medium that I gravitate towards whenever I do personal projects. Mm-hmm. So I've been a fan of yours for a while because you are the the paper art king. You, I mean, <laughs> not you, at all. You, no, <laughs> you, your stuff is great. Um, and you know, we'll get into that a little bit later or in a bit here. I wanted to start before we play little. our little See, intro game off. by uh, little. <laughs> I did it already. Uh, okay. Our great, mm-hmm. our really fun game we have that we like to start with. Um, but uh, when I got introduced to you, this was a few years ago, uh, I think you were you released a series of illustrations that I'll show you on screen. And we'll leave links yep, to this in the show notes. Visuals. Oh, yeah. Right, visuals this yeah. time. So usually Jared will share Nothing's what it is better with on the, a podcast the guest. But you did. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I did those. What are these? Head, super head hunters? Yeah. So there's the Bowser one I just showed. And there's a Shredder and one. Yep. Yep. Shredder. That's awesome that you have them. That's like- So I was, why don't you describe what these are and then I'll go Ooh. through my dilemma with these pieces. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> those were for like, uh, I think it was a, a gallery called like Popzilla and they were doing a video game slash like 
comic uh, kind of like pop culture themed show and they mm-hmm. like I randomly went to one of their shows and they reached out to me no no I think it was at a what is it what's the one in what's the what's the con in past designer con um designer con yes designer con yeah yeah they had a booth there and then uh like I was just talking to the guy and he was like would you be interested in like uh joining the show and I was like sure uh I had no idea what I would do um but I knew like I always like to do like these interactive kind of like like pieces and like I could just do a poster but I was like what if I did a poster that was uh, like also partly where like if you wanted it to have to be a poster you could you could treat it that way or you could like punch it out and then uh have these like little like slits and like where things like slide and you have this like a re- really cool trophy uh like on your wall and I think that's like it's like pretty cool because they're like because they're both villains and so like it's like if you went like 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 hunting you would want to like trophy hunt and mm-hmm. like you would put their like their head on the right. on like um on your wall and so like basically that that's kind of where it uh where it went and like i just made these like first it was they were like blank uh mock-ups and i sent that off to uh mama mm-hmm. sauce in uh, florida and like i was like would you yeah, guys be interested printer, right? yeah <clears throat> and i'd be like would you guys be interested in like helping me figure this out and like and like screen print these guys and then so they were super on board they sent me a bunch of um like uh of their make ready so that i could basically take it to a buddy who had a laser cutter and i like basically all those are like like lasered uh by me and my friend in um at his uh at his workshop and so they gave me all the all all this make ready so I was able to like test it and like match the dye and like so to uh to make sure that that when I actually went to laser everything it was like perfect and so yeah that was like a pretty big labor <laughs> of love uh there and like they didn't even sell good at all which was like super super funny so I have like a bunch still sitting in a drawer somewhere oh so that leads me to my dilemma which is actually a good problem I so I showed it to you frame so it's flat yeah when I bought them I was like oh my god can I really like rip this apart yeah. and put it together so now knowing that you still have some, I'm going to have to buy two more so I can build them. Yeah. Oh, no. And I have uh, yeah, one flat sure. and then one that's 3D. We will definitely get some to you because I still have some. So <laughs> it's not a problem. I will definitely make sure. So I don't, I don't, I'm not yeah, familiar. I, I, yeah, it was a really fun item. project. What, you might want to explain this a little more though, Mark. Uh, so, <laughs> so is it like a pop out <laughs> thing? Like you, do you have to physically cut it or is it a die cut thing? So or? I'll, I showed it to you right, right. flat, yeah. but the, the areas there's it's basically mm-hmm. like a layered illustration and each layer you put on the um, you know what it's like I'm not going to go into detail explaining it because <laughs> I'm terrible at that yeah it is there, there there's <laughs> okay. a gif okay. that exists right where it's putting it together yeah there should be one on so my so I'll send that okay. to you uh Jared yeah. and then sure. we'll put that in the show notes too yeah but it it was a screen printed poster and I laser perforated them so you could punch so you it out pop if it you out. wanted to, yeah. or you could keep it okay. flat as a poster. That is so complex, and go. we'll get we're gonna get into the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think no, no, I no, we're gonna we'll get into the complexity because I think it's a big part of your work. But um, <laughs> before we do that, are we ready, Mark, to go onto our little game? Okay, because yes, we're gonna go. Let's do it. <laughs> we're gonna go too far down this road, game. and then we'll just this won't make any sense. So uh, every time we have a guest, uh, we ask uh, we have a list of twenty <laughs> questions. Uh, you will pick five numbers between one and 20 and we will ask you just a little question it's just a little bit to to get to know you little little, little questions little, question. little answer <laughs> it can, you can, and again you can answer this however you want so you can be elaborate you can be 
short, whatever you want. So give me a number between one and 20. Oh, let's go with three. Three. What's your favorite breakfast cereal? No, oh, this favorite is good. Favorite breakfast cereal. Oh, I... Um, are we going like seasonal or are we going like all the time? Because seasonal, it's always like the the uh, Count Chocula and like and like those uh, ghost ones and mm, like. Okay. But for like e- like every mm. day, I really like. Uh, what do I like? I like life, cinnamon life. Very. Good. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that is actually. Uh, it is. I think good. an underrated series. Have you had the is. other flavors of life? I think I, think I, I can. Like, uh, the original is. Is okay, but yeah, I usually go yeah. for the cinnamon. You know, yeah, you know, right. a little bit of say, in there. Yeah, within within the brand or the life brand, I think cinnamon cinnamon is the mm. only one that I, I didn't would go realize. For. Count Chocula and all that was uh, seasonal. Now is that just like Halloween? They it's, mm, it's just Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next number. Uh, let's go with seven. Seven. Uh, okay. What do you collect? Is there anything in particular that you collect? Um, no, uh, not really. No. I mean, like, I think I probably collect stickers a lot, like from like <laughs> other, yeah. other than paper. Yeah. I do collect a lot of paper. Yeah. So that is, that is that. But like, I do love stickers. What, what kind of like people like designer stickers, Just, like or designer friends and stuff like, uh, like that. And like skateboarding stickers and stuff like that. Just like whatever graphic kind of stuff like that I see. I'm like, oh yeah, I like that. Boom. Then I'll get it. I think stickers are fun. Um, okay. That's good. Uh, next. Uh, okay, let's go with 11. 11. I always want to ask all these questions based on the answers, but then sometimes <laughs> it's another question, and so I, I have to stop myself. Uh, okay, this is a fun one. Mark loves this one. Number 11 is, who is your celebrity <laughs> crush? My celebrity crush. Uh, shoot. This can be uh, completely I just Well, no. I Well, I just saw Black Panther, and so uh, I... It would be that that uh, Michael B. Jordan is that his name? The, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the villain. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, he is like ripped in that one, like and like it's it's crazy. Have you, he, have you guys seen that? I, I haven't. I love him too. He's got all that. He's um. Scarring, he's got right? all those little scars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah it, it is like texturally like cool. It, it's kind of like toothy paper. Right. It's like you just want to like. There you go. Next project. <laughs> he, I was into. I watched uh, Parenthood, which is where I fell in love with him originally. Uh, and then, unfortunately, he did that Fantastic Four. Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, Other yeah. than that, he's had a really, really uh, strong run yeah, of you know really cool projects that he's been attached to. Yeah, and, and he was really good in, in Black Panther. That was an awesome movie. Uh, so your quick review, you liked it, I take it? I did like it, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. I definitely want to see it again. Okay, because that, that can be a whole show, I bet. Okay, ten ten. we got uh, two, two more going it. here. Uh, what, what was that one that I just gave you? What number You've was that? You've done three, seven, and 11. Let's go with 13. 13. Uh, what was your favorite band or singer in high school? Uh, there was a band called Mill and Colin. Uh, they were, uh, yeah. I know Mill and yeah. Colin. Yeah. So I loved, I loved them, uh, growing up they, Cause like one of their songs was in like a skate video and I was like, who is this band? And then I just, I just <laughs> totally like, like just like deep dived into them. <laughs> Which album were you, was one of your favorites? Well, the when it came out, it was the what was it? Um, it was a Penguins and Polar Bears song, and then oh yes, uh, lo- that was that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. I know the album art. There's like it's all illustrated. Yeah, their it's faces. like a big explosion it's like behind the, them. Yeah, the floating heads in yep. the bottom. There's an explosion yep. coming up. Yeah, um, and then uh, but then there's another uh, song called Losing Must that was so good. 
But, oh man, mm. I have to like go back and listen to this now. What, uh, Jared? Yeah, I don't. Has no idea. I don't know what you what crazy kids is. are talking. About. What, what uh, year? They're like was a this Swedish uh, punk band. This, this was like '90s, early 2000s yeah. uh, era. Okay, and they're still going too. I think. I, like, I, like I recently like ch- uh, checked them out, and they're still doing. They're still making. They're still doing. Oh, stuff. really? That's yeah. surprising. Yeah. So, part. I don't think I've ever talked about this or maybe I li- did a little bit when we interviewed Cole Roberts mm. but for me I, a lot of my love and interest in art and design comes from like uh punk albums mm. just because especially you know m- thinking now about Melancholy and a lot of their albums were very heavily illustrated mm-hmm. yeah. not I don't know if they are that good or bad but growing up I thought it was really cool they're awesome yeah, and yeah I think yeah. that that carried over into what I'm a interested in as an adult but sorry go ahead yeah we got one more well, wait, wait wait before we go i was just like how did you do you remember how you found them did someone like introduce you to them like how did you find they them? Had, there was a song in um in a escape video and so then oh, i was like what is this song okay. yeah oh, yeah and like usually usually at the beginning of like they'll either have like the little track at the beginning or at the very very end and like i would always like whenever i'd i'd hear a song i would like dang i gotta look that up and then immediately went to, I think at that time it was the warehouse and I oh, bought a CD. <laughs> oh, oh, I so remember yeah. the warehouse. Okay, so you were still yeah. Yeah. buying and CDs. And I bought that CD. That's great. Um, so you you actually, okay, go ahead. we're going to have to put a pin in that. But <laughs> no, you can go you, ahead. You're a SoCal resident or you're native to SoCal, right? But you moved yeah, I, away from? I moved quite okay. a bit. But yeah, yeah. Born <laughs> born in um, born in Orange County and then moved a, a little further inland and then did a bunch of moving uh, but we can go further if you want, or we could just. Why I was as asking was warehouse a California only thing, or is that hmm. was that all over the place? I all three I of know. us oh, yeah. are from California, yeah, and we all know what that is. Well, yeah, I, uh, we, I have it's no not idea. important. <laughs> it's hard and probably not entertaining. Well, everything's from California, it seems, right? Like everything starts here. So, uh, yeah. Um, okay, we got one more question, then we'll we'll go on to uh, the real stuff here. Last one. Let's go with twenty. Twenty. Uh, this is an easy one. Tell me something in your Netflix queue. So, whatever you want to share. My Netflix queue, like that I'm already watching, or that however you want to, whatever you want to do. Well, there's definitely Portlandia is in there. I, like I've been <laughs> like like watching, binge watching all of those, and and I there's like quite a bit to go, so I still have like quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, this so is good. the last Fred season, Armisen. I think. Yeah, the the one. Yeah, on... I'm not even current at all. Like okay. <laughs> I've been like I'm like on like the first like what like I think I'm in like, the the third season. Yeah, but yeah, no. oh, the, I think the early seasons are the best ones. But um, oh yeah, this is so good, fantastic! Characters. The birthday party one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's our twenty questions. That was good. I think that was uh, yeah, yeah, very good. Okay, Mark, do you have a since you were so eager to take us off topic? Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> shall we start? Well, I, I mean, that's that's my weird hidden talent is just being able to go off on tangents. Um, but so. We've hinted around this already that if you aren't already familiar with Tommy's work, he deals primarily, if not exclusively now, in paper. <laughs> is that is that yeah. correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. It definitely, I, I think, I mean, I think like with uh, with you, it's like the medium that I kind of gravitate towards uh, mostly. Mm-hmm. 
I definitely like to use other mediums, uh, like like personally. But I, I think when I'm like coming up with something super quick and like it's easier for me to just basically illustrate and like create, like I think with paper. So like mm-hmm. that's definitely it. It definitely is what. I use the most for sure. Mm-hmm. For me now, even if I'm looking to design or illustrate something, I think of it in terms in of paper. paper. Like, <laughs> so when I'm creating shapes in Illustrator, I'll layer it in a way that makes sense. You know, when even you if I'm never like ever going to paperize it, I still structure Ooh, the file in term. a way that makes sense <laughs> um, for papering down the line. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, I don't, I don't know, know if that's paper. a good or a bad thing because it may add a few steps, unnecessary steps. Um, but yeah, it's just a weird thing that's been ingrained in my brain now. Uh, but before Jared asks a question, <laughs> since we're here. A little question. Uh, I, <laughs> Jared's got a little question. Um, I, I've got to ask how and why you chose paper. Oh, good. Start small. Is, Start small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had we had five warm That's like questions. That's the bigger. Here. Yeah, question. just jump right in. <laughs> um, um, well, but I mean, feel free ahead. to answer that however you want. But it's so the issues that I have with it, it takes up so much space, and it's such a physical thing. Like uh, you, you're physically putting this stuff together. It's not, yeah. and it can't just exist on your screen or on a thumb drive. At the it end of the day, once you finish, yeah, it takes a lot of space. When you finish a project, you're left with this hopefully pretty piece. But yeah. <laughs> no matter how it turns out, it's taking up a lot of space and a lot of time to just put it together. So that uh, is, I know that is definitely just, like <laughs> one of my yeah yeah like one of my issues is like what to do with all this stuff like when I'm done with it. Mm. And so, uh, but we could talk about that later. But like uh, so, how I kind of got into well, the big reason why I got into it was basically I'm. So I started off as like a graphic designer and like I think like the more watered down like I guess version would be like I've always loved 3D art and I've always like I've been a huge fan of it and like I would like how like I would wonder how they made all that stuff and then um, I didn't know any 3D programs so I was like I could basically just try to figure out like how to make this in real life and then like shoot it and like basically like mimic that 3D kind of like style and that cinema 40 style and this and and basically just do it in paper. Mm. If that answers Do you that. think it would have been easier to learn 3D software programming than it would be to teach yourself the paper side? Probably. Do you at think you made the right point decision? When I was starting, <laughs> yeah. But while I was at uh, Facebook, uh, they actually got cinema 40 for me like cuz I was like maybe I could learn this and like have like a like make like use it as a tool to get like buy off early in and like do like quick little renders of like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what we're going to make and like get that uh, buy in earlier because some people can't visualize uh, from like a sketch how it's going to look when it's actually right. created and like and like and uh, photographed. And so I was like, OK, maybe I could learn like how to just uh, do do some quick renderings and then we could sell them. But and yeah cinema 40 is has the craziest learning curve ever so i definitely <laughs> stopped learning it and just went back to to like doing it in real life again <laughs> so uh what were you doing at facebook can you can you talk about what when was this that you were at facebook yeah so i was at facebook uh october of 2016 to october of 2017 so oh, okay. for a year yeah for a year uh just left uh just left pretty recently um 
So what I was doing there was there's a small team there that we would show up on like these like notable days like Mother's Day, Father's Day. Uh, like I did a Super Bowl thing where we would just like we would create these little vignettes that would show up in your feed and mm-hmm. it would and it would be like we're celebrating with you kind of thing. And so it's like a, a way of like humanizing and like like making this handcrafted kind of like gift that Facebook is giving you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's what we were we were creating those and I did like a holiday uh, camp, like a did like a holiday card campaign, which is probably one of the funnest projects that I worked on there. Did like a, a lot of Valentine's Day kind of cards that we mm-hmm. like we encouraged users to like send to the other users, um, just stuff like that. So were you on staff with Facebook? Was this or, or was this? Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. You were yeah. okay, okay. Uh, that and, was full time. And uh, what was the atmosphere like at Facebook w- working as an artist within a company who's you know, they're certainly a creative company, but their their emphasis isn't art per se. Yeah, so how, it's like more engineering. Yeah, how, how was that uh, situation there? Was it and was it a temporary thing, or did you was it sort of indefinite while, while you were there? Uh, so I think like Facebook uh, in, in general, I think is now is starting to embrace like art and design like quite a bit. I mean, like they've always like had like quite a bit of like cool like like art and like murals like on their campus. Mm-hmm. But I think actually like mm-hmm. as their brand voice uh they've been like like owning that quite a bit and i think when when i got there there was still a bit of like how does this work with like an engineering kind of mindset and like process where like Mm -hmm. the art that we are creating takes quite a bit of time versus like uh like engineering stuff it was like we could ship and then we could fix as it's as it's already out there whereas like we need to basically have everything like done before we ship it um and so i think that was like a little bit of like okay, so how does this work in our process and like get in like all these approvals and stuff? And so like, I think there was like amount of time of like scaling uh, w- what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and so I think there was like quite a bit of growing pains, but, but I think they're doing a, they're doing a great job with like embracing art and like they're trying to build like a internal um, art crew in there, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, so they'll have their own, their own art and design staff in there and everything. So I think it's, I think it's pretty awesome what they're doing. Um, I think a lot of tech companies are doing that too, like Dropbox and like uh, there's Intercom as well that are really embracing like art and design. And it's really, really cool to see. So on the projects that you were working with for Facebook, uh, were you able to sort of start to finish a project that you would personally work on or, or did you do elements of, of a bigger project? Like how would that work? Uh, so like we were a really small team, like so like it, it was me and four other paper artists, like super, super talented uh, ladies, like they're amazing. And so like we were like us five were like the paper crew. And so like we were the ones that would make <laughs> like like all that fun stuff that you would see. Um, but usually, yeah, like we would get like either like like this is a day that we're going to show up on. Let's let's concept uh on that and so like we would have to put like a bunch of concepts on it and then whatever got chosen we would take that to like a like a more polished uh uh sketch kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then get buy off on that and then basically it's like okay so now let's make this out of paper and then shoot it and then if it was animated then we would have to animate it kind of thing but yeah for for the most part it was our small team just doing all of our own little little things that we got huh that's amazing were you already in the paper world for lack of a better term and you got recruited for, by Facebook were you already um working with paper <laughs> as your medium yeah 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 so like i mean like i never so 
I never set out being like, oh yeah, like 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 I'm gonna just make a living out of making like shit out of paper, <laughs> which is kind of funny <laughs> that like I'm able to do that. Uh, so like super fortunate and like super like like I think it's awesome. Um, but yeah, so like I was I had been doing some uh, some paper stuff for, like a for a bit. <laughs> I was actually in Minneapolis for the second time working at an agency uh, there. Uh, it was a little bit more advertising, and I kind of like thought that like I was like, okay, I'm gonna go out here. Um, I could like advertising and I may not. And so like knowing that, like I went there and then I did, I like a couple freelance jobs with Facebook while I was there. And then they were, they're like, Hey, you know, we're hiring full time. And then I was like, Oh, are you? And like, it was like perfect timing. Cause like <laughs> at that time I was like, yeah, like, I don't think this advertising gig is for me. So it was <laughs> just the, like the stars aligned and then basically I just, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go back to uh, California, but this time it was in NorCal. So, <laughs> so, uh, let's talk a little bit about the agency then. Um, because in a previous interview I had listened to, I think you were just starting. I was just there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so this is the sequel to that one. And we, yeah. but, uh, what, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that agency experience. What made you, uh, what made you go to an agency? Because I know you were doing freelance before that, and then to take on a staff job is a big thing. And then to move from California to Minnesota, where it sounds like mm. you were... Uh, the second time, yeah. Yeah, you were familiar with Minnesota. So yeah. uh, what what all went into that decision to go that route? Um, so I had been in... So I had first originally been uh, in-house at a, a, like a corporate job. And so <laughs> I had I experienced that. Then went freelance, then went to like a more like boutique kind of design agency uh-huh. and then went back to freelance. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I haven't tried advertising. So it was basically like, like just, just I mean, trying like, everything. Out. I, yeah. Like I, I don't want to live like, oh yeah. Like, like what if I would like that? You know, like I wouldn't know until like I tried it. So, and like, it turned out that I didn't really like it, but I would never have known that I didn't like it <laughs> if I didn't like give it a shot. So what what didn't you right. like specifically if you could talk a little bit about that yeah 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 for sure i mean like the agency was awesome um and like the people and, and everything was all, they were all great i think it was just more like i think it's like the traditional kind of advertising where like i mean like i do a lot of advertising um but it's like all like social media and like mm-hmm. which i think is like a quite a bit different than like your traditional like we need to buy some like yeah. space here or like uh, or like time here or whatever um and like the really, really fast like pitch work that would always go on, mm. um, which I think is an awesome experience and like a and like a really like invaluable thing to learn to be able to come up and like ideate and like be able to create that fast, I think is like amazing. And like to be able to do it is like a definite skill. And I think like what I've taken away from there, like definitely like uh, in order for me to like do like these quick turnaround jobs that I have, it's like I need to ideate fast and like I need to make even faster. So I think it's that's awesome. I think it's just like yeah, like it was just like the the traditional kind of advertising advertising kind of like aspect of it that was just like yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, it it just didn't jive with me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, like it, it's to each his own. Did they bring you on specifically as uh, as a paper artist, or was it just a no, more general no, no, designer? No, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was a that was a, a general like design kind of thing. Um, I did get to flex like a couple of things like for like personal like uh, uh things that that we had going on with like, Hey Tommy, let's make something out of paper here. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. Uh, and those are <laughs> awesome. Uh, but like for the most part, it wasn't really, it was more general design stuff. Mm-hmm. So when uh, I, I got to ask this because we keep pushing back to the paper, 
is do you like the fact <laughs> that you, you were like known paper? as the paper guy? <laughs> like, so I know so. it's kind of taken over and it's what you're known for. I mean, was this something that you made a conscious decision to work towards or is this just kind of <laughs> no, happened? No. And do you like it? <laughs> so I definitely like I think it's crazy that pe- that people like like associate me being like th- this this paper guy because like I because like <laughs> I see like these other paper like like artists and I'm like they are way fucking better than me and it's like <laughs> they like they like they're it not me that's um, that's how I describe you yeah exactly. well no well well thank you but like no no totally not at all uh, and like it is super funny and like Sometimes I do get like, oh man, like, am I just like, am I stuck in this like, ni- like, like this paper niche? Like, like, am I like, what am I gonna do? Like, am I gonna keep on doing this? Like, like when I'm like fifty, like, am I gonna be making weird shit out of paper? <laughs> like, how long can this go? And so like, that's like, my my brain has been thinking about like sustainability of this, and it's like, I think I have good ideas. So like, I don't think it matters. Like, like so like, I'm just trying to keep thinking like, okay it doesn't really matter what the medium that I'm creating with, like, as long as I have good ideas that, and, and like, and that concept is there, like, I can, uh, like, I will stay, like, and, and I'll keep progressing. So, yes, I do use, like, predominantly paper right now, but I think, like, I'm, I'm definitely, like, like, I want to push myself to, like, try different, like, mediums and different, like, like, mm-hmm. materials and, like, just, like, as long as the concept is there for me, that's really what, like, like, all that matters. And so, like, paper, I love it. But it may not be like where like long term where I stay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think right now right. I I definitely love playing in paper right now. The I mean at the core of it, I've seen your process videos or at least what you share on Instagram stories. Um, and you said it or earlier that you have a design background. Yeah. At the core of all of these paper illustrations is really strong design skills. Yeah. So. I mean, I like you said before, I think paper is just the medium that you gravitate towards, but you're I mean, without the paper, you're still a skilled designer. So I don't think you have anything to worry about. Um it's just <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. It happens to be that paper is the thing. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely I mean like don't like like I, I enjoy paper. Like like I love making like like I love being able to take something that was in the computer and then bringing it out and then like like just seeing it like in real life is something that's like, I don't know, like I don't think I'll ever get tired of that. So mm-hmm. I will definitely mm-hmm. keep doing it. So this is kind of an interesting conversation because uh, I thought you would be, uh, maybe this is the wrong thing to say, but like, I thought you'd be like <laughs> Mr. Gungo paper, you know, like, like paper is everything. Um, so it's, <laughs> it is, is interesting life, to hear Jared. this. Yeah. Like, yeah. but, but do you find because I think this is something similar that that happens across the board. Like uh, it, it's sort of like when we treat animation uh, as a genre as opposed to a medium. Uh, animation could be absolutely anything, but it gets pigeonholed as this. Well, it's mostly for kids, and it's got to have talking animals or whatever. Uh, do you feel that right now, paper? Maybe maybe it's just right now. Paper represents a sort of a certain look or approach and, and that people will eventually move on from it and say, Oh, that looks like the old paper stuff everyone used to do. Or, or do you feel that you're able to take it in a, you know, a different direction so that it's not the same thing sort of every time? Yeah. I definitely think there is like a, th- there is a style and like, uh, like people 
stop motion is huge again right now. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is like going back to stop motion stuff. Like even in my uh, in my Instagram, like when I'm scrolling, like even on like the sponsored posts, like whatever. Like I, I don't know if it's because I do stop motion that they are like feeding me stop motion like sponsored mm-hmm. videos. Mm-hmm. But everyone is doing it, and I'm like, and, and and that's what I'm seeing. And it's like. I think there was like a little bit of like a, you know, like with the skeuomorphism and all those things mm-hmm. and like that backlash where people were like, no, we want it to look like it was like made by someone kind of thing. And so like, I think that's kind of like where I'm living and like I've been living, which I think is like really cool because like it's kind of, I'm not the best illustrator at all. Like, and so I think like me creating out of paper and like knowing my strengths and weaknesses, it's like not that I could hide behind the paper, mm-hmm. but it's like when it's, when it's actually when it's when it's in the computer it looks like it's a like if if it doesn't look perfect then then somebody's gonna call you out on that and like once i bring it out into the road mm-hmm. like people like expect it to look like to have like these little nicks and like these little like imperfections and it's like that that's what gives it its charm and like and like uniqueness and i think that's kind of like what i love too and it's like not that i hide behind that but it's like i know that i'm not a good illustrator but this is like my form of illustration. Like I don't know if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like oh no, totally. I I I feel the same way, and that's think why I gravitate towards paper. Is there's a certain like if you look at my Illustrator file, the exact same one that I use before I translate mm-hmm. to paper, it it's a world of like it's very flat, it's very boring. Yeah. But there's some sort of life boring, that you. But yeah, but I am agreeing with you. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not trying to put compare me and put you me on your level, but it's I definitely get that where it's a different world when you build it on in a file in Photoshop or Illustrator yeah. to then taking the next step and making it exist in this 3D world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've shared in like my stories like a little bit of my process where it's like a sketch, like a digital mm-hmm. kind of comp, and then like when it's real. I mean, like, they're pretty, they're usually, like, pretty close because, like, I think I, like, I mean, like, when I'm dealing with clients, it's, like, that digital kind of, like, comp is where we live and, like, where we make, like, all the revisions and stuff because it's super hard to make anything, like, it's, like, oh, well, now we need to, like, I have to remake something, then that's going to cost them. So, it's, like, let's live in this and let's fine-tune this digital guy and, like, tweak color, tweak all this stuff, and then that's when we create like uh, that's what i create the the like main paper one from and like base it off of and so like i usually try to stay pretty close that's why like if like i'd make these little gifts of like a sketch uh digital and then like final and it's like usually pretty cool to see how they go and it's usually pretty close like like every time um Mm -hmm. which i think is because i spent so much time like up front before making figuring out and like and like doing like the the design like layout that it's like that all, all that shows through in the final. Hmm. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm kind of looking through your Instagram here as, as we're talking, because uh, I think you're being far too humble, which is nice. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but what I love and sort of hate about your work is I think, <laughs> I think you uh, sort of represent uh, the future of illustration to a certain degree because you're covering so many grounds with one illustration here. You're, you're doing paper cuts, but you're assembling them like an illustration. It's not just that it's in three dimension. You've uh, like this Home Alone sort of collage that you've put together. You've created uh-huh. an entire image out of these things and and a and a composition, uh, not just the individual pieces, which uh, you know in themselves is is very impressive. Uh, and then an, and quite a bit of your stuff now adds animation. 
Yeah, and yeah. everything seems to have to have motion now in order to be viewed. <laughs> it's true, it's true. <laughs> like it seems like you know a static image. So it seems like this is sort of the future of of everything to be able to to put this together. Um, when did the uh, when did the animation element start coming up? Was that something you found on your own, something you were interested in early on, or because of this need for motion now? Did you did you kind of go in that direction? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've always been super interested in like motion and, and like animation growing up. Uh, I think uh, what like how I got in, like included in my work was I think uh, I'm trying to think the first job. I think it was with a uh, Skippy peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted some gifts for uh giphy and so basically like <laughs> like i at that time i had never made any gifts and, and they're like can you make us some gifts and i was like sure and like in my head i was like how the fuck do i do that <laughs> and then so basically that that's the best way to figure anything out is like if you're getting like like on the job and and like like what's like that's the most like the best motivation to figure something out um and so I just like started figuring out like stop motion. I was like, okay, if I take a bunch of pictures, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Like I'll, t- I'll just take mm-hmm. a bunch of pictures and then I will basically put them all together in Photoshop. And then that's pretty much how it's been going. And like, as I've been doing it more and more, I mean, like I'm hoping like I've been getting better and better and better. Um, but when I first started uh, now, so now I use a program called dragon frame, which is so amazing for stop motion. Um, because like you could use there's like a thing called onion skinning and you could see your previous shot so you could line up your next oh. shot with that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, but prior to that like i was doing everything just like by taking a picture and like hoping i got like enough shots to make it look <laughs> seamless and so surprisingly <laughs> like i i was able to do that um but then when i mean like dragon frame like blew my mind i was like this is like i need that and then so <laughs> i got it and now that's what i've been using it and and it's amazing so what is your uh, what is your background? Like if we could jump back because Mark always likes to start us off right in the middle. Uh, but, <laughs> so you were, I, I want to go back just a little bit. You were, you were born in California. You said Southern California. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you moved to where? So born in Southern California, uh, uh, born in Orange County. Then we moved uh, to Corona, which is it's, it's all Southern California, but it's, mm-hmm. it's just like a little bit more deserty, a little bit more inland. Yeah. Um, so I was there. Off of that awful 91 freeway. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> SoCal humor there. Um, <laughs> that uh, little freeway. Yeah, a little. <laughs> uh, so were you always into art as a kid? Like, did you draw all the time? Or like, what was your first? Yeah, yeah. Um, I had uh, a bunch of older brothers. And so they would all draw. They would draw comics. Um, I had uh, two older brothers that were super into like tattoo art. And so they would so they drew a lot, uh, a lot of that, and like a, a lot of it was, uh, like I guess like not. Uh, it was like a lot of like Mexican kind of like ta- like like tattoo and like and like that kind of art, and so a lot of skulls, a lot of like a lot of spiders, a lot of like uh, just a lot of that kind of stuff. And so like I mean like I loved it uh, growing up, and so basically just started uh, just drawing myself too, and like I think like skateboarding. I mean like with like skateboard decks and everything like. Everything is super like mm. like like heavily illustrated, and mm-hmm. I think it, like that just like that garbage pal kids like all, all those and like cartoons and stuff like that were like super like a huge part, and so I was like, whatever they're doing is what I want to be doing. So it's kind of like where it like spurred from. It's funny mm-hmm. to hear that that's where your interest started within uh, art and design because now looking at your body of work, it's very so that is like 
rooted in punk and skateboarding. Yeah, and, it's, and kind of like, <laughs> and now it's you have very brightly colored yeah, illustrations, <laughs> and it's very commercial. It's just the total opposite yeah. of everything you just described. <laughs> yeah, like I, it. It's so funny because like, I mean, like I don't know. I think I that's like. like Color is naturally where like I go to it. Like I mean, like like I love bright, poppy ass colors, and um, and like it, it's kind of crazy because like I try to wear bright colors, but for the most part, I usually wear like grays and blacks, or like I mean, like I'm wearing like a maroony kind of shirt. But like for the most part, it's like if you see my Instagram and like whatever, and like you would think that oh yeah, he wears like crazy colors, and it's like for the most part, not really. Like it's it's pretty much like black and gray, white and like dark blue. So it's like pretty. It's pretty chill. So then did you go to uh, art school or did you study art in college? Yeah. So I went to, in high school, there was like, they were starting, they're doing like a test, kind of like academy for like graphic design. And so like I randomly stumbled upon it because I wasn't cool in high school. And like, I think I was like, kind of like, I was like trying to hide out during lunch. And I think like they were having like some kind of uh like uh sign up kind of thing and i was like what is that so like i was like anything that i could do to like avoid being alone at lunch like like i will check out and then so i just checked it out and like i was like this is super cool like making like it's exactly what i would want to do like screen printing t-shirts and stuff mm. like that and so i was like so i did that for like two years in high school um took a little break then went to uh art um to art school at the art institute in orange county um mm. And then got a graphic design, uh, a BS in graphic design from there. Okay. And what did you, uh, so when you picked design, graphic design, I mean, I think a lot of us pick graphic design because it, it's the more so pra- broad, yeah. Yeah, practical and everything. Uh-huh. But what did you think that you'd be doing with a graphic design uh, uh, degree? I think at that time I was actually playing, like my brothers and I were playing some music together. And so I was like, I was thinking that I would just design like album covers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I like... I had really no idea what I was getting into before that. And so, but that's like ultimately what my thought was, was like, I'm going to make t-shirts and I'm going to like design album covers. Mm-hmm. And that's not where I ended up at all. Right. <laughs> uh, how many brothers do you have? I'm, I'm picturing like nine of you now at this point. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a lot. So there's a, there's two younger brothers and then I have, let's see. So I have two younger brothers, like four brothers, one, one half brother mm-hmm. uh, who, who's younger. Then I have two two uh two older brothers from my dad's previous, and then I have two older brothers uh from my mom. So it's quite a bit of brothers. Yeah, and they're all yeah. So all, all boys. All boys. Wow. You're, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's nuts. <laughs> Lots of boys. Uh, so then, uh, so you finished with this? Design. It's a little family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your first uh, job uh, after college uh, in the creative field? So normally you would do like an internship, but I don't know why I, I didn't do one. And so I was like a little bit like stressing, like, oh, shit, I'm not going to get a job kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but fortunately, I, I think because like, so like I made business cards that kind of looked like the like color chips that you would get at like a Home Depot or like a Lowe's mm-hmm. or whatever. And so like my business cards kind of like resembled that because I loved color then as well. And I think and so we had like a there was a job posting for like doing some internal magazine for Bear the paint company. And so I, I applied and then, so it kind of just fit that I would work with them, like, like me loving color and then being (laughs) like a paint color, like, like company. So yeah, kind of just fit. Um, but I initially got brought on just to do their internal, uh, like, like, uh, newsletter kind of thing. And then the art director there was like, no, we gotta, 
I want to keep this guy. Like I want to have him actually do more stuff for us. So he brought me on and that, that, that was super awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually you're, you were working uh, freelance. Like what was, how did freelance come about for you? Cause I think this is a question that we, we talk about all the time, but um, it, it seems either that you're forced into freelance because you're not yeah. working or uh, you know, you make a conscious decision, but what was that transition like for you to freelance? So I had been working at Bear for I think it was about four years, uh, and it was about the time when I was I was getting a little burnt out, like doing the same thing over and over again. Super awesome experience, but I think I had reached the point where, like I had like I had learned and like grown all I could there, mm-hmm. um, and so mm-hmm. that's when I started doing like paper stuff like uh, as well because like I was getting burnt out. So I was like, I'm gonna start making stuff with my hands here, and then. Started making some weird random little paper things. Um, and then at that time, my daughter was born. And so we made a conscious decision to just be like, okay, you could freelance and stay at home uh, with Zoe. And that's pretty much where that went from there. Mm-hmm. So why uh, why paper, though? Like you made this decision to make things out of paper. <laughs> like right right then and there, though. What, what Right then and there. <laughs> what made you think... I'm going to do paper because that has never once occurred to me ever in my life. So, uh, <laughs> so I, what got you there? I don't know. I, I think, I mean, like in design school, like we would do like, they're like in like the package design one, they're like, you have to go to these paper, like, uh, co- uh, companies and like spec paper out. And like, so when I went there and like, just like touch, like pulling paper out, touching like the different kind of like weights and, and like the different toothiness of the paper, I was like, this is like, I, I just love paper. And then <laughs> I don't know, like, like I mean, I would collect all the French paper books and everything, and so mm-hmm. like, oh, and, I like, love those. Yeah, and like, I think at that, um, there was a piece that I, I went to the How Design Conference, and it was in Chicago at that time, and uh, Delicious Design was there. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, they actually printed our. So I don't know how familiar you are, Tommy, with but we did um, a Princess Bride screening and art show and awesome. the delicious design printed our screen printed poster for that yeah 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 billy is like yeah billy and them yeah. are like awesome and so they were there and they had like they were in like the like the vendor uh area and so like they were selling in posters or whatever and i think they had it was like a hovering art director kind of like little punch out thing uh like that that you could make and like put it on your desk and it was pretty much like it's like it's, it's like a rectangle like it's a fairly simple like actual paper like thing to make but i think that actually like when i got that and i brought it home and i made it and i was like shit th- like this is like awesome like i want to make stuff like this even if it's like super like uh simple and so i think like a lot of my stuff like my first earlier stuff like i made like this daft punk kind of like piece that is kind of like similar to that but i think it's actually like what like spawned like the idea of like i'm gonna start making these like punch out like punch outable or like cut out of uh, things that like out of paper and this like start making them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. kind of owe it up to them too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, you start, you start doing this paper stuff and you start doing it more often. Like how did it uh, become so dominant with your work? Then did you just decide that this was something that you were going to show more of or that you were going to do more of, or like, how did it come up that this would kind of take you down this path? Uh, so there was like a, I think there's like a, a, a couple of different things that, that brought that on. Like I never set out like thinking like, I'm going to get, like, I'm going to make a living out of this. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like always for like a, a passion and like for fun where I was like, I'm going to just like 
make like as like a little side project i'm gonna basically like make myself make something like almost every day and then share it i mean like just for almost like as like a like a small job like for myself just to say like i mean like because there was some uh moments like there's some downtime in between jobs and i'm like but like i could totally like fall into this rut where like i get super unmotivated or i could motivate like myself by like setting up these little projects for myself and like just just to keep like making stuff and so i would just like that's pretty much where quick crafts kind of came from which is like the little hashtag that i use for my stuff and it's pretty much just like that came from me like taking like these weird holidays and like these weird national days that we have like national ice cream sandwich oh, day right. or whatever exactly. and so like i would just find like those are like perfect to like if you want to like like if you have no idea what you want to make you could just look at those days and be like it's like <laughs> it is national watermelon day and so like i'm gonna make a watermelon and so i use those as like little cues to mm-hmm. like to keep me going and like motivated to like just to make stuff and i'm like okay like when everyone was asleep i'm like i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make a ice cream sandwich right now and so like i would make it then i'd photograph it and then i would share it the next day and so that kind of thing was just like super, I don't know. It was like a little job and like project for myself. Interesting. Like, I think that's really, uh, like that's helpful. Like to keep you finding a way to keep yourself, uh, yeah, yeah. doing stuff every day. Um, so uh, I know Mark's kind of anxious for us to get to this point. Um, <laughs> cause I, I do want to talk kind of in depth about a lot of these, uh, pieces in your portfolio and on your Instagram and things like that. Um, Mark, did you have a question or do you want me to, do you want me to keep going? It's up to you. You can you can keep going. I'll interrupt when when I have something okay. big. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I answering these questions good at all? Like I feel like no, in my head, like these, they're going like it's everywhere, but these are terrible. We oh. will edit around you okay, completely great. and we'll we'll okay, dub good. it over. Just edit me out. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just edit me completely out. Um so now, I don't work dimensionally at all. In fact, it's a nightmare for me to work uh, <laughs> dimensionally. Uh, I'm wondering if you, like, do you feel that it requires a certain eye? Like, do you, is it, is it, is it your interest in doing something dimensionally that makes you, that sort of motivates you to figure it out? Or, or like, is it just a means to an end? Like, you're like, I need to get this illustration done. So I got to make this. Like, what sort of, what part of that? physical process uh, do you enjoy i definitely think you like there is like you kind of do have to think like in like the like the third dimension of how these things can like live and like layer especially if like i mean like there's like the you have the x y and then you have the z axis kind of thing and it's like okay so like how does this live with with this kind of thing um so it definitely is like an eye and i don't i'm not sure I, like I mean, like, I think in, in, in anything, it's, like, something that, I mean, like, you could kind of get trained, but I think, like, you naturally have to have, like, that there or the passion to, like, to, to like, learn it uh, quite a bit. And, like, people have asked me, like, how do you, how do you know how something can, like, fold and live, like, in, in a, a, like, 3D world? And it's, like, I have no idea. Like, I can't explain it. Like, it's usually, my style is it's taking that object, but like making it like almost bringing it out into like, like it's keeping it pretty simple. Like, like I don't go for hyper real, like kind of look. And I think it's like, it's almost like a low poly, which is kind of what like goes back to my love for like 3d art kind of thing. Um, and like with, with like facets and stuff. And so it's just like, people have asked me like, how do you know where this will fold and this will fold? And it's like, I, I don't know. It's, it's usually just like, it's a weird way of seeing things, but also like experimenting and like, and like, a lot of trial and error to figure out what works like like how something folds like 
like I failed so many times, but it's like those failures have like got me to where I am now where it's like, now I know. Okay. So like, if it's like, if it's like a, like a bun top, like I know how that's going to fold like in my head, like immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's basically, yeah, like it's been quite a bit of like trial and error, lots of failures and lots of, and like, just like cutting, like just cutting shit out and like folding and like seeing what works. And like, (laughs) like a lot of times, like I'll make tabs way too small and I'm like, Oh shit. Like, what did I do? Or like, you know, like, uh, like there's always problems always come up and it's just like, I don't know, like I'm trying to think about like, go ahead. I don't know. Sorry. No, that's okay. So Mm -hmm. when tabs, like when you come up with a problem like that, tabs are too short or something like that, is that mean crumple it up, throw it away and and total (laughs) anger and redo that piece? Uh, I mean, sometimes if like, I mean, like I'm usually sometimes able, like it depends on if it's like, if it's a side that's being like, that has to be shown, then usually like I'll have to redo it. Uh Um, but if it's like if I could hide it, then I'll definitely hide it. Like uh, and like <laughs> if it's not going to be like if that's not the forward facing part, then I will definitely just like patch it up with some like paper like 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 back there or have it like like hanging open. Mm-hmm. Um, so it all depends like on the final piece. Uh, like so many of your pieces, uh, like you said, are, are are completely dimensional. Like a lot of the paper art uh, that's out there. I mean, not to say that there's one way to do it, but. Like it tends to, yeah, yeah, there tends to be like just a, like a, like a layered effect where people will just sort of do it, but yours are like little objects, like uh, little things. Um, uh, How, (laughs) I don't even know how to ask these questions. Like when you're, when you're coming Mm -hmm. up with the concept, uh, are you thinking instantly in, in dimensionality or are you thinking more like. I want to draw like concept first, like French fries and a hamburger or something like that. Concept is always uh, first. And then once like, I mean like, so I'll sketch. And then like, as I'm sketching, I'm thinking how I will be able to make that. Mm -hmm. And like that kind of, so like in some regards, it does influence what I'm sketching. But I think for the most part, it's like whatever the idea is, then I will figure out how to make it. Uh, So like it's sketching. And then when I'm like doing like a digital kind of comp in that digital one, that's where I'm thinking and and figuring out, okay, this piece could be like a layered piece. And this piece could be like a full, like full dimensional piece. Like in Mm -hmm. that home alone one, there is a mix of dimensional and like some layered flat ones. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just like, it all depends on, I mean, like it's, it's usually like, okay. So like that, like the paint can, like I had to make the paint can like, like super dimensional. Right. Um, but like the iron, like that was partly for like time too. I was like, I need to get this out there. But the iron is just like a hmm. flat thing. It's like, how could I get like the, have it look like an iron? Cause all you're going to see is the bottom of the iron. You're not going to see anything else. So you're not going to know that, that there is no like actual piece there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, what can I get away with? So it's also being smart with like your time. Cause like these are super, mm-hmm. super time consuming. So like, it's just being smart with like that and like being able to like not trick the viewer, but it's like, right what's on, like the only part that that's going to be seen is this part. So I don't have to make this whole part, which I think when I first started, like I would like, no, everything has to be fully three dimensional. <laughs> and like, just cause that's what I wanted to do. But then I was like, shit, like this is taking forever to right. make. So yeah. it's like, damn, like I need to cut back. Uh-huh. So is there, um, so like I work in illustrator, uh, and, and for me, like the challenge with illustrator that- is trying to make things look weathered or dirty or 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 random like illustrator yeah, yeah, has yeah. a hard time with those things is there something with paper like that's similar for you where you're like oh like it's very difficult to do this kind of thing with paper or or in dimensionality like that you do are you talking about like with like the texturing and like uh 
uh, like an illustration? Well, just sort of, is there any, anything actually where you go like, oh, this is so difficult to do in paper, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) everything. Yeah. That's what I would think. But, (laughs) uh, I mean, like, I mean, like to do like a sphere is like super hard. That that's why everything is like faceted, uh, for that. So it's like, Spheres are super hard. Uh, like what else? I'm trying to think. Like what are super hard? Do you personally Circles. avoid anything where you're like, oh, I, I don't want to do that because it's people. All... I people. <laughs> I I don't do people. Like oh, yeah. you will not see like like any like 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 uh me doing people. Uh, I think. What what else do I avoid? People, animals. I've yet to do any like any like animals really. Um, why why is that? Why are people and animals particularly? I don't know. I, I don't think I personally found, Oh, like, so uh, I don't think I personally found like a way for like that fits in my style that mm-hmm. like for me to like stylize them. Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, like I would definitely, like I definitely want to explore and experiment more, but like on like a personal like project, not where it's like I'm getting paid like to figure it out. Right. Um, the pressure. Cause, like, could, Cause that could totally like, yeah, like that could totally fuck up. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but for the most part, I don't know why. And like, for some reason, like I do, I don't know, like, I, I don't want to be known only for making food, but for some reason, like I, like I make a lot, like a shit ton of like paper food. I think it's kind of like, it's <laughs> interesting. Cause like people, I mean, like you're looking at this paper thing and it's like completely paper, but you're like, it looks delicious. Like, and it looks awesome. It's like this weird, like juxtaposition of that. Um, did you have to make sure that your daughter doesn't come in and eat it <laughs> yeah. when she was younger, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> she would see like a donut and be like, I want to eat that. And I'm like, no. <laughs> we haven't talked about this yet, but the stuff you do, it's it's pretty large and scaled. Yeah. When you're coming up with these concepts, do you have um, like a specific scale in mind or does it kind of dictate, is dictated by, um, I don't know, like one element is supposed to be a certain size and then that'll dictate what the rest of it will translate to or yeah how do you deal with scale yeah i think it's i mean it's that is definitely a thing where it's like yeah like like one anchoring piece will definitely have to dictate everything but i think for like a lot of it is is like like self-inflicted where like i'm like i i should make this like real size and like if it's a burger <laughs> like i want to make that burger real size if it's a pizza i want to make it like a pizza size um so it's like i usually do it to myself but it really depends on like I just made some like VR kind of like brunchy goggle things, and so it's like those need to be like like VR goggle size. So it's like, I think it really depends on like what the concept is. Mm-hmm. But like if I'm making food, I don't know why I usually I wanted to have like it to be as like true to like life size as possible. We and we hinted at this a little bit earlier in the episode, but um, what again? This stuff takes up a lot of space. Yeah. And it, you try to do it at size for <laughs> it's, some reason. It's stupid. <laughs> but um, what do you do after a project is done? Um, like if you're just photographing it and sending it off, that's the final product piece and you don't have to actually deliver yeah. the, the, the illustration. What do you do with all of this stuff? So like there's been like a few times where like the client was like, yeah, like, can I keep these? And I'm like, cool. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> but like it's actually been really good that I've moved a couple times because like that's been like like I've had to purge and like and like also things haven't survived the move. But like usually they just end up in like a big plastic like bin kind of thing, and then they just like sit there. <laughs> and then I just like I'll look at them like every like like every so often. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a fun project. Um, <laughs> I think though, like I try to 
I try to get as much use as I can out of them. Like, I think social media has been like a huge means of like me getting work. So it's like, I need to like keep creating content for social media, like for my own social media. So it's like, how can I get like as much like, like use out of these things that I'm making as possible. And so it's like, like, uh, it's like if this pizza could live in like a bunch of different scenarios, like, like these things that I create, like on Instagram, it's like, those are like, mm-hmm. that is like a really, really awesome investment for me. Cause it's like, I could tell like one story with this pizza this way and then another story this way. And it's like, I'm creating this content and I'm getting my, like my brand out there where people are seeing it more and more. Um, and I think that's been really cool. Uh, also it's like, I like to make, like I'll randomly take like fruits or whatever and just like do some like lettering, I guess, out of like pieces. Uh, I think it's like just like trying to find alternate like like even though they're like done and complete, it's like how could I how could I like like give them more life or whatever? You yeah. know, it's like um It's like little props. Sense. Little yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, little yeah. just little just little props. So it's like yeah, like how could I get uh like more use than like out of these things? Um, so I'm curious as to, so you do a lot of uh, client work uh, and, and these things get photographed and they're for specific things like Facebook you mentioned or these other ones. Mm-hmm. How, how else do you sell your work? Do you create these things? Are you doing personal commissions? Are you sort of finding a way to sort of shadow box frame these things and sell them? <laughs> like, like, do you sell the work itself as no, opposed to uh-uh. just photographs? I don't know. I don't sell any of the work. Um, uh, it's usually, but yeah, like it's, all just for either like for client work for the most part like or it's like for me just creating because i want to create like a animation on instagram mm-hmm. um but it's like none of this stuff has been sold the only thing that that i have sold was that one poster that didn't sell uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind well, of you sold two to this sucker yeah so that <laughs> that's awesome so that's kind of was like uh i'm not really good at selling posters so <laughs> uh is that something that you want to do like I, I don't to me like a lot of the charm and the excitement of the of paper art is seeing the paper art right um, yeah yeah you've you've gone to great lengths to create these beautiful compositions and, and make the the photograph the thing which i appreciate um but did it does it is it something you want to do where you would sell these little pieces somehow or or does that just not no, I mean, it's it's definitely interesting. Um, like, I'm trying to think, like, <laughs> like I don't know if it would be, like, commissioned where, like, can you make me, like, a boombox? And I'm like, I mean, I don't know if they'd want to pay what... Right. I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, would they want to pay that? Like, like what it would cost? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the crazy thing is that, I mean, regardless of the size and how you would logistically get it to the person... Mm-hmm. The amount of that hours is, yeah. that it goes into any one of these things is ridiculous. If once you tack on like an hourly rate to make yeah. it worth your while, it's just yeah. like if yeah, I was in a cell phone, I, I struggled bucks, with that. Like, mm, yeah. doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I could see because people pay so much for original paintings, you know, and and um, that's I mean, that is true. Yeah. You know, so I see like I could see like doing the the setup like that where like say like the Home Alone thing is just an easy one to go back to. But like selling that on like a shadow box or something like that for an outrageous amount, but also selling prints, you know, like I could, yeah. I could see that even if it doesn't sell, it's neat to be able to walk <laughs> up to that thing. It wouldn't sell. <laughs> and see it. But I mean, <laughs> certainly I think the three of us can agree. We've been into galleries where we've seen paintings and you're like, Oh my yeah. gosh, look at what they're charging. For that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for a much less effort. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about before we uh, we're, 
you know, uh, wrap up. I, I just want to make sure we get this in. Um, and this is mainly for Mark. You're very good at uh, photographing your work and Mark is terrible. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm wondering how were you, uh, was photography something you knew going into this or did you no. d- do this as you uh, needed to do it? Yeah. Like I'm, I don't even think of myself as a photographer at all. Like it's just been basically like, I knew that I saw what I wanted to like, like the end result from other people. And I'm like, okay, how do I get there? And it's been pretty much like, I knew like, if I'm going to be creating these things then I need to figure out how to get there, because if I'm bringing them into the real world, I have to photograph them. Mm-hmm. And I think when I, like, I know nothing about photography and I know nothing about lighting too. And I think when I first started out, a lot of my bigger, like a lot of my products were all done with natural light. And so like, I would just basically like I was working with target and they were like, okay, can you have this project done by this day? And then I was like, okay, I can't shoot it this day because it's going to be super overcasty. And they're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, can you have it this day? And I was like, yeah, I can do it. Cause, cause like it'll be sunny that day. So they were super cool about it. But like, it was like, I was at the whim of like, of nature. Um, and then like, I had this like a window to my, to the left and I would just adjust the blind to like, I want some harder shadows. So then I would like open it up. And, and like, that was awesome. And like, I loved it. And then I got like a, super super cheap uh like set of like continuous lights this was when i started doing like more stop motion Mm -hmm. um continuous lights from amazon like like they are like super super cheap but they've been like doing like the best i mean like for my like for my purpose like they're awesome um and i think it's like it's kind of goes back to like that like oh what pen do you use and like and like all those things it's like you don't need the craziest pens or like like tools to like to create this work. Like it's like I've been like I'm doing this with like super super like bare bones DIY setup, and mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of like not smoke and mirrors, but it kind of is. It's like once you pull out like pull away, it's like right. It it's basically just shot like I shot a bunch of stuff in like in my laundry room. I was, like I like it all depends on like where there was like really awesome light or like whatever. So I think yeah, like I not a photographer it's just been like me just like trial and error like figuring out like what works what looks best and like i think usually like there's photoshop and it's like bumping up the like the saturation for me and like mm-hmm. just like so 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 mark's basically being lazy oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think we found out. so um when you're a lot of these things when you're doing these for clients um are, are you um are you photographing the final thing yourself often? Is it a mix of where you ship off your paper and they take it from there? Or like, how does that Uh, work? That usually depends on the project. I mean, like for the most part, if it's like social media stuff, like it's usually like, I mean, like you could get away with a lot on like Instagram where Mm -hmm. it's like, you don't have to have like the super high, like, like high res, like photo, like, and it looks fine on Instagram. Um, Mm -hmm. So like for social media stuff, it's like usually like, like I'm the one shooting all those things. I think if it's more of like a, this is going to get like blown up or this is going to be like, like, like for, like for packaging, it's like, then, okay, so I need to go shoot with you then. Um, and so it's usually like a travel thing and I work with that photographer kind of thing, uh, in those cases. But for the most part, it is usually me just like shooting everything myself. And then just sending them the high res images. Yeah. For the, okay. yeah. And yeah then- I, I just wrapped up a project and it was like, uh, uh, they, the budget wasn't there for them to use a photographer. So they're like, you could do it. Like we've seen your work. You could totally do it. And I was like, okay, uh, as long as you're cool with like getting like all these raw photos and they edit it yourself and they're like super cool with that. So I shot like a bunch of photos and just handed off all these raw photos to them. And so they're going to do like a bunch of like compositing. And so right. that, so that does happen. Now, um, 
It seems to me that this would be uh, not only time consuming, but sort of an expensive uh, way to do these illustrations, <laughs> uh, particularly these elaborate ones or where there's a lot of little pieces. Um, is that the case? <laughs> is it expensive? Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, like it probably is. Uh, I think I just have a lot of paper now because I've I've just like accumulated a, <laughs> like a shit ton of paper. Yeah. Uh, I think if I had to like replace this paper, like when I get to there, it's going to be expensive for sure. I think. Uh, I mean, are you buying a lot it, of high end paper, or, or is it just kind of whatever you like the color uh, more than I, anything? I yeah. I I use a mixture. Um. I mean, like I. If I can, whenever I can, and like for the most part, I do use like 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 uh, French paper, <laughs> but that does get a little pricey. Yeah. Um, but if it's just like a like I need a certain color, it's like I will just go to like a Michaels or like whatever and just buy like that like cardstock kind of paper, like super like whatever bulk mm -hmm. paper they have there. Mm -hmm. I don't think it really matters that much. Or there is like some like Canson is pretty expensive. Like if you buy the sheets of that, yeah. But it it looks super nice and has like a nice like toothy kind of like uh paper texture mm -hmm. which is texture which i kind of go back yeah. and forth with like a lot of my stuff doesn't really like really have that um i think it just depends on like what style you're going for and like w uh, what it is but i mean for the most part like i could just get by with like super super cheap like bulk cardstock from the craft store yeah and like glue wise um glue i think is where it could be expensive for like for me like because like i think every person who, who like creates like paper stuff is like they have like their own like this glue is is like the best for them. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's just like personal preference, and like so, like my glue is like this. It's like this kind of like a hot glue without the hot glue gun. Um, but it's you can almost like like if you get it on your fingers and you rub it, it could almost turn into like a little booger, mm -hmm. like those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so like it's like super nice because like when you stick it, you have a little bit of time to move things around before it bonds completely and then like you could just rub it off and it, and like it comes off like the little burger kind of piece yeah and like it cleans up really well and so like i've used that but i know it's like if you have like nail polish it'll burn through your nail polish like it's mm. like kind of a little bit like toxic i guess and like <laughs> it'll it'll like remove finishes like off of wood um so there's like a little trade-off there but then i also use like this like the like your elmer's you're like elmer's glue but like i use that super sparingly because that is the glue that will basically make it super warpy if you mm -hmm. use too much yeah yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. so it's just knowing like, yeah, trial and error and like knowing what, like it's like to each his own, like what works best for you. So you mentioned this earlier though, when people ask you like, how do you, how do you know, I is there a place that you do go to for either like, like, do you look at other people's work and think like, how do they do that? Or, or oh, yeah, I mean like, like, I think everyone does that for sure. <laughs> uh, but as far as like, uh, is it really just sort of making it up as you go? Like you figure it out or, or are there places people go to sort of. I don't know, tutorials or something about getting certain mm -hmm. folds or achieving certain looks. Yeah. I mean, there, I know there's resources like online. If, if it's like, if I'm making this like a geometric shape, there's definitely like, like people who, who have already made these like super like multi-sided sphere kind of things. And so like, I'll just look at those and be like, okay, that's kind of how they did that kind of thing. Um, I think a lot of it is just like Pinterest is like awesome just for like looking at like paper stuff and it's like, okay, so that's how they did that. And then like, how could I do that? Like, like, how could I apply that to my own thing? Uh, kind of thing. Uh -huh. I think a lot of like 3d art for me has been like super amazing because it's like, they're, they're like, we're, we're living in the same space, but they're just doing it like digitally. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think is like, so like, I'm super inspired by that and like, I'll see how they did it. I'm like, okay, how could I apply that to like a paper world? Mm -hmm. And is there a, um, 
Do you use other things other than paper to create your, to create your work or, or is that sort of uh, the challenge that, you know, using something else would be sort of cheating because the whole point of this thing is that you've created it all in paper, but do you use any other materials? Uh, no, for, I mean, for the most part, it's, it, it's paper. Um, I'm trying to, I, I mean, like I've used like, I've used like cardboard or like, or like wooden dowels or like, mm-hmm. they'd be like, uh, like you could just cover some like wooden dowel if you need like a nice, like, like cylinder kind of thing. That's like, I'm like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to make that. Um, what <laughs> else? I use wire. Mm, okay. Yeah. Wire is good. Um, <laughs> but like it, it, if something is super big and like you need that strength and integrity, like cardboard, like you're basically just building like a, like, like a nice like skeleton inside there. Um, yeah. See, mm-hmm. that would just, it's amazing that you can figure all that stuff out. Like that would just drive me crazy. <laughs> I just wouldn't yeah, be able to like, do- I definitely want to like, I want to take what I know in paper and like almost apply it more into like wood. Like I want to <laughs> go, like I want to like create stuff out of wood now. Um, I just got, I don't know if, if you guys are, are familiar with like a, um, with a Glowforge. Have you heard of those? Oh, I actually got pre-ordered it and I got tired of waiting for oh, it. Oh, you I shouldn't have got tired because it <laughs> actually shipped. I literally just got mine. It it is in a it is in the garage, but I haven't had time to unbox it. But it, like it like I was the same way. I was like like I'm like is it ever going to come out? But <laughs> what it is, it, it's basically like a they made a desktop laser cutter and it was like super like mm. it was like cheap when they first announced it. Um and yeah. like it's pretty crazy, like what it is. Um, hope I mean, like hopefully it works as well as they say it, it's supposed to. But like, it was like I think I ordered it like what two and a half, like three years ago almost. Oh, like my gosh. Was, like yeah, like where I like they did like a crowd uh, funding mm. thing, and like mm-hmm. I backed it for like, and I totally forgot about it. And then I was like, oh shit! Like <laughs> I got an email saying like it, it's gonna ship, and then so I have it. But so since I have that. I'm like super interested in like maybe trying like wood and like trying to build things out of wood and like painting it and stuff. And so we'll see. Hmm. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I I'm really interested and excited to see what you come up with that because I know it's supposed to be a pretty powerful machine. That's supposed to be able to cut through wood, cardboard, acrylic, yeah. metal. Hmm. Like it's super cool. I mean, yeah, I think with what you've been able to do with paper, being able to add different types of materials will only be able to produce cooler yeah. bigger and better and things. maybe so. those things i could sell like in like a <laughs> kind of piece like because it's like wood and paint and it's mm. like cool yeah i don't know <laughs> you would you would have to come up with some sort of a way to like streamline it so it's like almost like an assembly line thing where one day you just all day you just cut this shape yeah. and then the next day you cut this shape and then i mean the way that i see it is how you did the the poster that i have yeah. where it's like all the work is done for you and you're sending off these kits to have other people assemble the work that you've already done. Yeah. 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 That'd be super cool. Yeah. Like, I mean like it would be awesome to do like a, like, like a paper kind of like just like a, like a show where it's like a bunch of just like, let's just say it's themed around food. It's like all this paper food stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like just that'd mm-hmm. be cool to do like a show like that. Um, I haven't figured out. Oh, how to I do just that. had a great stupid idea oh, okay. with that. You should do, you can do an animated cooking show. So it's literal recipes, but you're animating it with your paper. Like what you just did with the how to yeah, make yeah. a pizza. That's kind of what like I, I'm kind of doing like, like uh, I have a burger one. I have a coffee one. Mm-hmm. I have a yeah. pizza one. And like, I mean, like the idea is to just keep on going with those. So that, I mean, like I don't have like a cool name for it yet or anything. So it's like, <laughs> I haven't like, so like, yeah, like. I definitely need to think about like, oh yeah, like what could this be called? And like, do like a, 
do like a fun little intro thing or something or whatever and like make like a kitchen set but i think it, that, that definitely <laughs> that would awesome. be fun yeah. uh so i have just a few more questions because i know we're getting we're getting close here uh do you have any stories of um disasters uh where something broke or <laughs> something you know like something got ruined in the last minute or, or any kind of because i this stuff seems so precious to me like illustrator i guess the worst that could <laughs> yeah. happen is you lose some hours of crashes. work right 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 but for you it seems like you really gotta recreate these things like the dog pulls it off the table or something like that do you have any of those kind of stories oh <laughs> uh, i've been super that? fortunate to not have those stories which is like actually pretty amazing um but i think it's also like i mean like I have made things the wrong size and it's like, shit, this is like, this is way too small. So it just doesn't work. Or, or if it's way too big and it's like, okay, I mean like that's when I'll just smash it. And then I'll just like, that feels mm-hmm. good for a moment. And then I have to remake it. But like, uh, I'm trying to think well, Normally, like, for, for the most part, there isn't any, like, it's like kind of like boring, but like, for the most part, like it's, I think <laughs> it's like really, pl- I don't have anything. Zoe's super good about not, like she's always been really, really great about not touching things. Like, and yeah. like, or when I tell her like she can, she's like, all right, boom. and then she like, <laughs> like, like she was an awesome little hand model. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, it's usually, I mean, I think, I mean, I've stepped on things, but it's like usually <laughs> like a small piece, and I and I could I, I could remake it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it hasn't been like the whole project like has to start from like scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so then uh, sorry, a question a boring answer <laughs> no 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 that's fine i just <laughs> uh, like when you're doing like say the home alone piece how uh, what kind of time are we talking about here i know that's a terrible question i hate when people say yeah, how long it, did always, take it you? always varies but uh, for something <laughs> like that for an involved piece lots of little pieces and elements and stuff nothing too yeah. animated but about how long would something like that Take you. I mean, I, I think usually what takes the longest is, the, is like the concept and figuring out what I want to make. So like, oh, I usually that, spend a lot more. Yeah, that can't be the longest time. <laughs> that is that is literally it is. <laughs> that could be the most intense of, <laughs> time, I think. But I hope that yeah, that's not. The it most is definitely time. the most intense time. It's like yeah. trying to figure out what I want to make. Uh, so that so that, uh, I mean, it's usually like it's a couple of days. Like, I mean, it's like come up <laughs> with an idea, and then I will jump into the computer and start like. A lot of this stuff, like by now, because I've been making this stuff like so much, and I kind of make like templates for myself in Illustrator and like mm-hmm. all these things. Like I kind of have like a library of, of like things that I could pull from now. So uh, it's like, it's like uh, I've been doing it for smart. so long now. So it's like I've made that already. I could bring that in there and I can modify it to fit this. And like, so that that's actually like, that's sped up my process quite a bit. So that's been awesome to have that. Like, I mean, like, just like, okay, like I could pull from like another file. Uh, that's been mm-hmm. cool. That's really um, interesting, though, because so then you have this library of, of sort of shapes. Yeah, and it, it's things. not organized or anything, but it, <laughs> it's more in my head where like I know in that project right. I've worked on this before. So I'll go to that like mm-hmm. that that file and like pull it out of there. But it, it would be cool if it was like categorized like pizza, like hamburger and all that. <laughs> but it, it's usually what like w- with whatever project it was in. Yeah. Um, so it's like in my head, it makes sense. But like, if you actually like were looking for it, you'd be like, where the fuck is it? Right. Um, no, when you get an intern, you can have them come yeah, through your that'd files. That'd be awesome. And then like, <laughs> I mean, like it would be cool to like make more of those kind of like punch outable kind of things that like, like on like a mainstream kind of thing where it's like, I did a pretty cool little like workshop at Facebook when I was there. And it was mm-hmm. like very similar to like, to that like super headhunter thing where it was like, 
it was like perforated and everything, but it was a right. burger. And so like each ingredient was on a separate sheet, like color. Mm-hmm. So like you had like mm. red was like your tomatoes. And so like you had your tomatoes and you could punch them out and you could build those. And like eventually you'd build a burger. Um, I think that'd be pretty cool to like, like be able to like buy a kit. And it's like, this is your burger kit. This is right. like your, yeah. <laughs> and that'd be fun. And like, they're already perfed. I mean, like, if somebody would help fund that, like some book publishing company was like, hey, let's like make a book of like all these foods for you. Yeah. I mean, that seems like cool. a no brainer almost because it seems like especially right now, there's a big sort of uh, I don't I don't know how to say this. Sort of a crafty movement where, where it's like <laughs> there's a lot of stuff out there that sort yeah. of takes people who don't do this, you know, as a profession, but it takes them like right up to it. So it's like all yeah. you have to do is punch this out and color this. <laughs> yeah. And things like that. Seems yeah. like that'd be perfect. Did you ever get into uh, origami or any of the Japanese? Like the Japanese seem really good about these sort of crafty. They are super amazing. Yeah. yeah, they're super awesome and amazing. Mm-hmm. And like. Oh, like what? What was that Kubo? Like that one was like, oh my gosh, that was oh, yeah. uh, that was amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. Not like definitely not like anything I could do. Uh, definitely like influence and like I like appreciate it, but I wasn't really like I didn't ever do it mm-hmm. my, like myself. I was more into like the pop up. Like I think I got like like pop up books were like super like super cool, and I definitely like I try to do them, but not not like as elaborate as like a lot of these, but like. It would be cool to do a pop-up book like in the future. Yeah, again, no brainer. Seems like that would be ideal. For you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I doing? We're figuring it out on this show for you right now. Okay, All right. so my pop-up book, yeah, pop-up book, and uh, the the crafty book. Um, so my last question then is, what's what's next for you? Do you have a, a specific project coming up next, or anything you want to? Uh, I mean, like, thankfully, I mean, like, since like going back to freelance, like. I got like I went freelance at the end of last year and that was like kind of like super like su- like super scary because it's like you know most like clients are like oh yeah we, like our budgets is done and like it's the end of the year like we're, we're not kicking off any projects so I was like pretty like scared I was like oh shit like am I gonna be like what am I doing but like thankfully like once like the new year came like a bunch of people like were reaching out so that's been awesome um so I am working with I'm doing uh I'm working with Nick Jr. on like some uh some fun social stuff so that's, cool. that's super cool uh which kind of like makes sense because people are like yeah like your stuff like fits like perfectly with that um so doing mm-hmm. some fun stuff with them and then I have a project with Adidas and so that one's gonna be like Ooh, really fun cool so it's all just happening like at the same time which is fucking crazy but like yeah. it's like <laughs> it's like the best crazy though you know like yeah. you don't want any other yeah way. totally. Oh man! But yeah, that's I, what I'm doing right now. Uh, yeah, everything look, looks so uh, like time intensive. It's like you're gonna have to have like a factory pretty soon of, uh, or, de- or have know, more I, kids. I definitely need an intern. Yeah, I I need to yeah. like I need to move somewhere where like like buy like a buy like a design school and be like let's like, you can intern here like whatever. <laughs> right. you know? like, like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I do get messages well, on ever- Instagram like like oh. Like from people from like other countries, like, are you like, are you like, do you need an intern? And I was like, no, this is just like, does your company need like need an intern? I'm like, it's just me. There's no company here. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you ever make it uh, back to SoCal, we can come together and have uh, paper parties. We should definitely meet up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But before we let you go, I do want to say thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today. Um, I know that there's not, there's not too many paper artists out in the world. So I get excited whenever (laughs) I'm able to talk paper with one of our guests. So thanks again for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, no, this was awesome. Like, I loved hanging out with you guys. This was like really, really cool. Great. Uh, 
Uh, but there's probably a lot more we could oh, have Oh, absolutely. So, I had to ask yeah. all these first, you know, novice paper person <laughs> dumb questions to get them out of the way. So We didn't we didn't even get to talk about uh, stormtroopers and Oreos I know. Today. We'll have to have oh, a, yeah. we should do <laughs> a paper a, uh, a paper roundtable yeah. once. We'll have to get a bunch of paper artists and then you guys Yeah, can. we should, we definitely have to do another episode <laughs> now, definitely, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thanks again for coming on. Um if you aren't already following Tommy or familiar with his work, you can check out his stuff. We'll leave links uh, to how you can get in touch with him and check out all of his work in our show notes. Uh, but that's it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you later. I know we're thinking the same And our opponents, the ones who blame Little. <laughs> <laughs>